get with the programming. I'm Chase Ingram. I'm Captain America. And along with me is Bill Grundler. Wolverine. And we are tackling our final year until, what, three days from now when we have a new CrossFit Games coming up for the 2020. But we will be analyzing the 2019 CrossFit Games. And this is the one that was we, we just talked it could be the consider the most controversial games the most talked about games the most uh analyzed armchair quarterbacked and it's just a a, a messy confusing time 2019 was you know what it was i i think that there were a lot of variables in there that made made it made a lot of things to talk about because there was some dramatic cuts that happen as you know being one of the big things but there were so many differences and i think that everyone athletes fans hq have now all grown up with a voice to where now they actually voice hey a little bit that was kind of messed up a little bit uh so i i think that's what that's what it is i mean if if these same sort of things would have happened five years ago i don't think we would have heard the same amount of like, no. you know, uh, uh, complaints or or discussion or whatever about it. we would have just been like, okay, yep. I guess that's how it is. Stay you in know? your lane, keep your mouth shut, and on to the next one. I'm like, okay, yeah, kind of. Yep. Um, I, I think I think this was this was going to be a, an interesting year uh, to analyze just because of the fact that, uh, dude, variables, man. Yeah, that's a good so point. So many different variables on all time, and so you're. You have all of that static clouding what the whole point is, which <laughs> yeah. is let's try to get the fittest person here. You know, right. and, and that's that 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 becomes the goal. Yeah, the, the fittest person so. via the programming, not right. the cuts and the scoring yeah. system and right. other variables, like you said, that were not uh, accounted for. We were um, let's see, I mean, even anticipating. No, and so I mean, that is, I think that's where we're, we're talking about is that this is the first time I can remember is where these out things outside the programming itself had a dramatic impact on the outcome, or at least how the weekend unfolded. Right, the outcome. Yeah, and, I mean, and, we all know and, what the outcome even is. Even the field. I think the outcome was for the most part right in there. I mean, okay, maybe you didn't have. Maybe there are some people that. And I'm not. I don't even say the names because we already know all the names of the people that right. have been on the podium but weren't on the podium because of certain cuts. And and mm-hmm. you know I understand that as an athlete, everyone wants their opportunity to be as close to that number one spot as they can. But the 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 overall goal is the top of the podium. Right? You know, are we are we getting the right person to there? Now it, it's it kind of cheats a little bit because when you have two. Jeez, godlike athletes and Matt and Tia sitting up the top. It doesn't, like I said, you could almost make it be checkers right. and jump rope and, you know, or hopscotch and probably going to have those guys end up at the top there too. <laughs> so, you know, it, 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 it's a oversimplistic way to say is a test finding um, the fittest people. But uh, I, I think that the, I think the test is better than everyone thought it was, but it was the feeling that everyone had with this particular year because of yeah. all the weird things that happened. Well, that's what we're here for. Yes. Let's Little do history lesson. Talk about the programming. I haven't really unboxed this year before. Um, I haven't really, this is the first time I've sat down and really looked at 
the events and the programming and what happened. So you're right. I think I was a little surprised at the end. I had, you know, I had my own reservations of what I thought about the weekend. Um, there is a lot of things that I actually like that I think nobody really gave its credit for. And then there's other things that I didn't care for that most people yeah. had the same issues with. But that's what we're here for. But before we get into that, guys, our Patreons are killing it right now. We are at 62 programatrons. Oh, man. Yes. And we've hey, already released. I got to tell you guys. I, hold on real fast. Oh, the programatrons. Yeah, please, please. Check it out. Right now, I'm working with my brother. For a theme song Ooh. for you guys. This better be good if you're gonna if you're gonna throw it out there already. Dude, I'm throwing it out there already. Like, I mean, I believe like, in James. I'm having so much fun coming up with the idea and how this whole setup is gonna be. And and I, let me just say this: <laughs> it's gonna be very ro- uh, programatronic. Mm. We'll just say that mm. it's gonna be programatronic. Badass. I like that. It's gonna be badass. I like that. Well, no pressure, James. Now that we've told. <laughs> the entire world that we have some fresh new tunes coming for our specific programatron episodes but those of you guys that are following us those of you guys to support us um if you want to support us more than you already do go to patreon.com backslash get with the programming and for six dollars a month you can support the show financially what you guys are getting with that we've already we're already on the free workout train right we've come up with the one free workout a week for our programatrons bill did last week i did this week we got some good feedback on yours. Yours is way longer than I thought it was going to be. Oh. Yeah, I wanted to throw a long one out there. No, that was good. But I was like, oh, I saw some of those times from some of our programmatrons. It's like, damn. <laughs> yeah. You, you should have scaled a little bit more than you did. But hey, <laughs> that's okay. And then I just released mine yesterday. And then starting, once we get back from the games, starting, and that's when we'll pick up on our monthly programmatron winner. We already have them picked. We're going to get a little bit more information so we can unveil who our very first programmatron is going to be to win our free weekly, yet monthly, I don't know how to best way to describe it. Every week we're going to pick, yeah, every week we pick a new programmatron and we give them a free full month of programming. That's on top of the content you guys get exclusively. That's on top of the four workouts every month you guys get for free. We're just trying to give back as much as you guys give to us. So thank you guys for the ones that we already have. If you want to get on the Programmatron train with us, go to patreon.com backslash get with the programming and <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, oh my about, gosh. I was about to sing some praises about the things I was drinking and I got so excited I choked on it. <laughs> uh, but I didn't choke on it because it tasted bad. I choked on it because it tasted so good and I drank it too right. fast. But my Bubs Naturals is in my hand ready hot and ready to go here's what i'm excited about we talked about the single packets that they have the single servings of the mct oil and the um the collagen protein i'm leaving for california tomorrow i'm going to the crossfit games getting into the bubble i won't be able to leave the room well i'm going to quarantine myself with a bunch of single travel packets of the bubs naturals mct oil powder and collagen protein something i'm excited they have to offer so one of those just little things that make life just a little bit better is the you know, simplicity. If you haven't seen the single serving life, you got to watch Fight Club. Oh, comes from. that is cool. Yeah, single I forgot serving, about that. Single serving life. Single like serving packet. Single serving whatever. That's when Ed Norton was talking about that. Thought he was being all sly. And yeah. How's that Brad, working out Brad for you? Brad Pitt's like, <laughs> yeah, how's that working out for you? <laughs> being clever. <laughs> oh, man, that's such a good movie. Gosh. You know, this is off topic, but... <laughs> 
After I watched that movie with my friends in high school, we literally drove to a parking lot in an empty each other up. and we and we started fighting each other. That's you know, they have lots of uh, YouTube videos of stuff like that. <laughs> I mean, we were just a bunch of like tiny little like weak ass white kids, so we weren't exactly throwing haymakers out there. But uh, you know, we tried. Yeah, I think I just, threw you know, someone on top really of my car. Seen that movie. If you have not seen that movie, you gotta see that movie. It's, it's a, a great movie. movie. It's a top five movie. And don't Google it. Like there are some things in there that just twist your world you gotta upside see it down. Knowing. Don't look at it. You just go to Fight Club, Brad Pitt in one of his, I would say his, his sexiest role of all time. I don't want to get it. He was so badass in that movie. I was like, this is when badass. I wanted to. I was like, I've seen Brad. But after Fight Club, I was like, I want to I want to be Brad Pitt. Yeah. I mean, damn. He was pretty bad in Snatch, too. Yeah, he was a badass. He's a little dirty. So wiry, skinny, yeah, badass dude. That's funny. Yeah, good movies. All right. Yeah. Uh, if you guys want to get on the Bubs Naturals trains with us, if you need to do some that get into that single serving life, or you travel all the time and you need something to sustain you through the day, especially starting in the morning, go to bubsnaturals.com. Use the code Get With Twenty and get on the Bubs train with us. Bill. Yes, sir. It is time to analyze the programming for the 2019 CrossFit Games. And leading up, aside from all the controversy leading up, right, the media team is gone. Is there even going to be coverage? Oh, there is going to be coverage, but you get a feed and then you can broadcast yourself. You're like, what? What is that about? And then national champions were involved. The, the top male and female athlete from country, all these countries around the world that have a standing affiliated within that country got invited to the CrossFit Games. And instead of the top 40 men and women that went through a regional, uh, like regionals were gone. Yeah, regionals are yeah. gone. They took you guys out of the open. They took sanction events, and if you won a sanction event, but if you got in the open, then they backfilled, and all this confusing, you know, long division type of algorithms being used to see who gets to the games. And by the time we get there, there's a hundred and too many men and women <laughs> <laughs> ready to tackle <laughs> event number one. And the big thing was, is this year we were going to have cuts we haven't had cuts in i think since 2015 15 16 yeah. 17 do we have any in four maybe a, a small cut at the very end in 14 but yeah. it's just been 40 men and 40 women for the last three years no cuts everybody's fighting every single day all the way through and not only we're going to have cuts we're going to have aggressive cuts and i'm not sure they announced what the full cuts were but in seven events they're going to cut from 150 something athletes to 10. Yeah. And every, I remember the discussion about this. And in, in when Greg Glassman made the first comments about this, I mean, I remember hearing him say, it, it's like, you know, no one wants to see the other heats. We should have one heat. It's going to be more exciting, blah, blah, blah. So when all of a sudden it came out again and people were shocked, I was like, but you guys, he, he said this. Right. Like this. This is what he said a long time ago, you know, mm -hmm. as he was going through, I mean, all these massive changes. It was in the mix of all those massive changes. Um, but I loved the discussion on all the different podcasts, all the different people, everyone's social medias of how they were trying to figure out how you're going to whittle down 250 men, 250 women. 150. 
Well, the first cut went to 150. No. It went to 75. 150. Oh, that was both of them. I added both of them. Yeah. Anyway, whatever the number. Well, 150, Lots whatever the number people. was. <laughs> um, to be able to get that in, I mean, because like when you think about that, if you are going to run an event, mm-hmm. the only way you can really do that is it would have to be some kind of crazy mass start. And if you're going to have a crazy mass start, because otherwise that first day, it's going to be all day long. Right. Of that event if you're trying to run one event. So like, you know, everyone trying to logistically trying to figure that out. And I all I could think about was it was going to be the long run-ish type thing or the yeah. long swim or something like that. I mean, that's all anybody could talk about is what is this first event going – like the pressure – the other thing is, excuse me. This is the most important event of the entire games. This first event. I would say the most important event ever programmed at the CrossFit I agree. Games. Totally. Ever. Totally. 100%. Because there was, all the other tests could be like, well, this is a mark on our on our graph of what is the fitness. Right, what are the right, fittest. right. This is that. Because there's no cuts. But the thing is that now you have to pick an event or you have to pick movements or a a pattern of how it's going to be together you can't you can't make your cut here be a monostructural event you can't make it be a swim because then you are losing people that shouldn't that you know the the arguments of we haven't started doing any crossfit stuff yet and then we're doing the cuts well Right. right you have to have a pure crossfit event to start as you make these cuts Mm -hmm. into it so you know, like what CrossFit event are you going to pick? Are you going to pick Fran? Are you going to pick, you know, a named workout? Are you going right. to try to do Murph? Are you going to try and do whatever? That's what I thought was so interesting. So when this got rolled out, yes, I was, I've always liked what Dave programs always. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think this was the single best event that has ever been programmed at the games because of what it had to accomplish and yeah. what it did accomplish. I like the caveat Hands to that, down. right? Because you look at it like, it's just an event. You're like, no, what what this event had to be, the pressure that was on Dave's shoulders. Oh, and yeah. the other thing is like, I want to keep emphasizing that, the pressure that was on Dave's shoulders. Dave had very little to zero control of what the game season looked like. This was all Greg. In fact, a lot of people just call this the Greg games. Yeah. The unfortunate yeah. situation is that every everybody put it on Dave. Oh, how do you cut this? How do you cut this? And this this programming is like Dave didn't have a lot of say here. He no. could program things, but all the decisions were still being made by Greg. Against yeah, he had to work with a lot. Yeah, like yeah. Dave, and that's an, a story from another time. But like there, the only reason, only bright spots of this games, if you guys can just step back and appreciate what it was, are because of Dave, not despite Dave. But you're right. So the first cut, the first cut, four rounds for time, 400 meter run, three legless rope climbs. Now, I think it was 15 feet, but again, it was one of those high ropes that looked higher than it is, but we'll say 15 feet. And then seven squat snatches at 185 and 130. And the thing I love about this is whenever someone asks me what CrossFit is, like you say, elevator pitch me, right? You got 15, 30 seconds max. It's yep. a very hard question to answer, oddly enough, to a complete stranger. Totally. And what I've always done is I, and I know you don't really love this event, but if I were to give someone a perfect first workout to really experience what CrossFit is, I give them Helen. To me, I think Helen is the most basic intro 
all-encompassing what we're all about workout there is because you know i understand it's like when we get elite it's just a running workout but if, if right. you've never done it before everything's hard to do first time right. i did helen that kettlebell messed me up i was like this is the heaviest thing i've ever swung over my head and so <laughs> you know helen being three rounds 400 meter run 21 kettlebell swings and 12 pull-ups yeah if you were just to describe how to do that workout you could really accomplish your elevator pitch to what cross it really is High intensity, you know, you do some cardio and some a little weightlifting and pull-ups and like if, if you just went through that. And when I look at this, I see a games Helen. I see running. Yeah. I see squat yeah. snatches with mimic the kettlebell swing, yet you're forcing the athletes to squat, so you need to have the flexible, functional um, proficiency to accomplish this movement. It's at a moderate weight that you can't just fake. You can't have a well, we bad that. snatch. That, that's what's right. so crazy. Is we saw that when you have athletes that can throw weight around, like you know, snatching, where two seventy five is the normal, right? And they're dropping one eighty five. They're missing one eighty five. Right. That's when you know. That's when you know you 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 made you programmed the event correctly. Yes, and some people and right some people did it incorrectly, which is probably why most of them started dropping. But for what <laughs> it is and what it was designed to be, amazing. Amazing. So when, when you yeah. look at the nuts and bolts, it's a triplet. You've got monostructural, the run. You have gymnastics, which is the legless rope climb. And then you have squat snatches, which is your weightlifting. And this was a, this was great because it was, I, I feel, I feel bad, but I don't feel bad. Um, I, I, I'm not really a fan of the national champion. Uh, selection. I think there's a better um, way to do it. I think they should be in that again. That we could do a whole totally, show. That's that. another another event. But what I what this did was it it, sh it showed. Okay, guess what? Like, okay, you can come and congratulations for doing well in your in your country. That's mm -hmm. great. Um, should be proud of that. But you don't have legless rope climbs. You have no business being at the CrossFit Games. No. Like if you're failing in set in round number one on legless rope climb. If you can't do one, I don't care how much weight you can lift you don't belong at the crossfit games like you just don't and so it really it was a very fast way to put that first chunk of people you know you take that big sifter and you mm -hmm. get the right people okay now we know the people that are that are that don't have the at least the basic abilities and then, and i would say these are basic i mean a legless rope climb is not a difficult movement not anymore it, it's a very basic movement the 185 snatch, it's moderate basic movement. I mean, it's that's a moderate not, weight. It's a basic. Yeah, there lift. are masters that have no problem doing 185 for seven reps. Like that's not a big deal, especially if you're even doing singles. And these guys were doing them in singles too. Correct. So, um, this was, oh man, I just, I, I can't say it enough <laughs> how great this event was. Yeah. Like it, when it came out, I was like, I was literally, my jaw hit the ground, my arms were in the air and I'm like, that's, you did it. That is the coolest yeah. thing because then you actually got to watch the races. Yes. It was. It didn't take all day long. No. It, and the, you know, I mean, granted, you had the field that had like nine hundred and sixty-two like people heats all going. Of at the same Fifty time, people. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was awesome, man. It was so good. It was so good. And and again, you're like, oh, it's just a workout. Like, yes, but put the context of the pressure, what it was designed to do, the mass. You're you're gonna cut seventy to nearly a hundred people in one single event. Yeah. And you did it masterfully. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was great. So we cut down to 75 
And what we're going to do as this show goes on is that we, every time we have a cut, we're going to look back and decide whether the athletes were tested appropriately for the cut itself. We've, we've done that in the past and we'll continue to do that. And we'll do that by looking at the numbers. What has been tested, what hasn't been tested, was this a fair cut against the athlete field? So we have a field of 175 people and you're cutting to 75, which is a boatload of people still left playing. Oh yeah, tough. This test did exactly what it was designed to do. And it was only further bolstered by event number two, which is effectively called the second cut. So we're going to cut from 75, and then we're going to cut to 50. 50. And um, Matt Fraser wins 15.07 for the men. Tia Toomey wins for the women at 14.07. So beats him. Oh, wait, no, sorry. That's the no, wrong one. Uh, 16, 70, yes. Matt, oh my gosh, he just crushed that event. Yeah. It was crazy, only four women finished, though. Yeah. That was, that was nuts. And I think that's with the, the, more, the volume of the legless. Like a yep. legless rope climb is just going to be more difficult for a female athlete at the same height because their upper body pulling strength isn't as developed as a men's because we basically spent our life from an age of four Wanting to Climbing. curl, <laughs> right? <laughs> curl and do pull-ups. So, everything. you know, that, that proved to be the, the game changer on the women's side. But nonetheless, it was still a fantastic test for both sides. Second cut, and I was like, okay, you're going to cut down to 50. And this is just the first day of competition. It's four days, two events, cutting down to 50, was a chipper. Um, I guess you could say a sprint chipper. It's a pretty fast event. 800-meter row. 66 kettlebell jerks, but really they're just kettlebell push presses. I believe it yep. was um, 35 for the men, 26 for the women. Right. And then a 132-foot handstand walk, and I believe it was three sections or two sections yeah, that had to be unbroken. Yeah, so three 44-foot sections that had to be done unbroken. And now what you're yeah. looking at is like, okay, now we went from this multi-round triplet of running High-skilled gymnastics, high-skilled weightlifting at a moderate weight. Now we're doing this chipper format, which is an eight. It's a row buy-in, but a distance I thought was very, very sneaky, like oh, almost yeah. borderline <laughs> perfect. Because you're like, if it was a 500, you're like, shit, okay, I got to row hard, but not that hard. Because in a 500, how much separation is there going to be between your 135 and my 140? Zero. It's it's you getting out of the clips. That's yeah, it. but we're not going to do a thousand because you get to coast just a little bit more, and not necessarily that, but it's like you can row at your nice steady pace and not be as as um, winded or damaged coming off of it. But when you row an eight hundred, now you got to row a little harder than you want to, a little bit further than you were prepared to. It was it was really cool, and it's not a distance we can like when you say hey row a five like. Got it. I know what that feels like. Row a thousand. Done that before. Row an eight. I'm like shit. I don't know. I don't know yeah. how to row that. Um, and then to the kettlebells, it was just a blast. I think Matt Fraser got like 35 no reps. Yeah. Because he was just so trying to go so fast, right? So you have this light high volume rep, and then you have a another high skill inverted. So we're not just testing the pulling strength of these athletes in a high skill fashion. We're testing the pressing pushing strength of these athletes in a high skill gymnastics. So again, not to be, I think second cut got out, sh uh, overshadowed because of the first cut, but I thought this event was another fantastic way to do another big cut. 
with the field that we had. Totally. And I think um, when I look at this, like I, I like what you're saying about the row. I, I think the row is basically negligible because even if they're going to row, like it's not a, it's not a, an all out thousand like they had in phase one or anything like that. So right. for the most part, even with the 800, I don't see there being a big, um, even if it's 10 seconds, it really doesn't mean anything. It comes down to what you're going to do with those kettlebells. And I thought that was interesting because they were lighter than these athletes probably have ever used. Right. So now, you know, when things are really light like that, you, you start, you go further than what you would normally go. Cause your normal pacing, your normal, uh, how you would break it up gets thrown out and it's super light. You know that it's fast, but it forces you to, it forces you not force you, you automatically go faster. You yes. automatically are going to going to be missing reps and getting the no reps. Like we saw with Matt Fraser. Um, and then all that extra volume going into your handstand walk. And I really like this whole thing comes down to the handstand walk. And you know, the, we saw a lot of really good athletes, get nailed here mm -hmm. strictly on the handstand walk. Yeah. But again, it, when you're making a big cut, you have to have a, a piece that is showcasing, okay, what athletes shouldn't be here. Yeah. And I don't think it would have been appropriate. I, I think that the way it was set up where that was the border, you get all the, maybe the, the lesser athletes, the not as elite level athletes, they can race the 800 and the and the kettlebells and they can be right in the mix with everyone now it's like okay now you do have right. volume on the handstand walk right and you have to push it and we saw like with with uh brent fakowski how yeah. difficult that was for him where he was going he'd fail he'd fail he'd fail and that like 44 feet when you have to redo that a handful of times yeah that that makes that 132 feet <laughs> yeah yeah closer to 200 feet you know and that's a that that that's a big cut um, and you're right. I think that that was an appropriate cut, but it all came down to that handstand walk. It really did. It, it did. And for say Brent Fikowski's case is like, it's not, he's bad at handstand walks at no. all. But what it was, was for his, for him, those 66 kettlebell push presses were way more damaging than say someone else that isn't six foot four. Right. Right, like oh, a press, I mean, I, press I say it, it all no. the time with that dude. Albert You're right. In arms, and, His and arms so like long. that was a that was actually a huge detriment for Chandler Smith because Chandler yep. Smith, he's not a tall guy, but he's got some long ass arms. Yeah, right? and he was going really slow too. He was he was trying not to get a no rep, whereas everyone else yeah. is like, "F it, you just you just call me until I get to sixty six. I don't give yep. a shit how many no reps because they were just flying through this and yeah, what I. And you're right, it all came down to the handstand walk. And we talked about this last year. It's like the athletes have gotten so good at handstand walking, we had to create this weird gimmicky obstacle course for them to walk through. And they still did really, really well. It's like, all right, you want me to mess up your handstand walks? Tell you what, sprint the row, do a high volume set you've never thought about before, 66. That drove me batshit crazy just looking at that. <laughs> I was like, 60's right there, Dave. Just, just, it's right there. Just take off the six. Please. But then that changes your 132, though. Yeah, but you just say 40 meters. <laughs> like it, I, it was Eight, then you got 800 your 80, meter row, 60, or 40. 60 kettlebell go, push presses, 40 <laughs> meter handstand walk. It's not that freaking hard. Dear OCD, I miss you. Okay, um, but you're right. It was so light and so high volume. 
again, it's like an 800 meter row. It's just something we've, it's not hard. No. I just have never experienced the 800 meter row before. I have never experienced a high volume set like this in kettlebell. So I don't know what it feels like. So I'm just going to blow through it. And then I kick upside down and then I start to, then I realize what had just happened over the first two movements when I get upside down on my hand. So I, I, again, I, I loved the second cut, um, for, for what it was and what it was meant to do and how it tested the athletes in a, a unique way, but still not a gimmicky way at all. It's a good test, a triplet, um, a chipper. I, I, I call this one a chipper. You know, it's like chippers don't have to be four plus movements. You just, you don't repeat it. If you don't repeat right. it, it's a chipper, right? Um, and let's see, I, I did both of these events after we got back. And I would have made the first cut. <laughs> and I think I would have got cut on the second one. If, if you added them together. I would have made the f- second cut if it was just a clean slate 50. But I think based off where I finished in the first cut, I would have been cut mm. on this one. But it was fun. It was, it, like I said, the handstand walks. is like, wow, I feel like I've never walked on my hands before. Uh, because of what those kettlebell push presses did. Okay, so we, we we had a second cut. We cut down to 50. So here's what we've tested. We've tested some monostructural sets of running. We tested a high-skill gymnastic pull. We tested a high-skill um, Olympic weightlifting movement with the snatch that included the squat. We tested a single-effort monostructural row. We tested a high-volume, lightweight shoulder-to-overhead press, and then we tested a high-skill gymnastic walk. And we're talking about a big field of athletes trying to find your next 50. I have no problem with the cuts based off the two tests that we had and the purpose of these workouts were meant to be is to whittle it down to 50 from 150. Totally, I agree. I think that uh, all the elements were in that moderate, range so it wasn't it was heavy but not too heavy it was um high skill but not not super high skill Mm -hmm. it was uh enough distance but not too much distance fast enough but not super fast for tall sprint so it rode that middle ground in all of those pieces right to get to where you can start to go okay now let's have some specialty type stuff yeah and so and and look at time frames too event one was somewhere between 15 to 15 to 20 minutes. The cut was 20 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Um, and then event two was between five and eight minutes. So your, your two time domains are starkly different as well. Yeah. Which is important. But, like, but I mean, we're going to get very similar. You know, when we talk, when we talk about the classic CrossFit, what are we talking that 10 to 12 minute yeah, range? Somewhere exactly. right in there. Exactly. So this is just the outer edges of each of that, mm-hmm. you know, um, not right smack dab in the middle, but that's okay. Um, but having the, close bookmark ends mm-hmm. plus the very midline ranges of all the events as far as like um how they were set up the difficulty the weight the whatever uh awesome awesome setup oh fantastic so that yeah. ends day one and we move into day two this is four straight days we don't have a rest day this year and we go into the ruck and what the ruck was oh sorry let me let me i keep skipping ahead let's give the people credit well matt fraser wins yeah. again 
You may have heard his name before. Matt Fraser went again. <laughs> and then Daniel Brandon. This is her first year at the games. And I remember seeing her and having no idea who she was. And then when she kicked up on her hands and walked, I go, yeah, I'm not going to forget you. Uh, yeah. So and it, you it's crushed crazy. that. Like, I, uh, I, she's kind so of a local girl. Northern California area. girl. Yeah. Um, she's area. been around a while, but was always either she would do some team stuff or she was um, a competitive. She did pole vault. That was her thing. So she was oh. always training for that. So it was like, dude, pole really vaulters well are CrossFit. so badass. Oh, man, totally. So if you're going to have someone that's going to be upside down in weird positions, I mean, you would think uh, other than a gymnast, someone who does that would do really, really well, you know? Um, and, if, if, you know, I've talked to like Blair Morrison. Mm -hmm. you know, he knows her pretty well up in that area. And he was saying, you know, she just has like natural ability um uh, that honestly was never really honed so even when she got here yeah. it wasn't specifically honed she came in you know pretty raw and she just like it was almost a well i guess i'll go to the crossfit games because she was always training for all of her all of her track stuff so it was really cool that she was able to come in and and just i think she kind of surprised herself actually on that one you know and just was oh, like yeah. when they interviewed her i remember she was it was kind of like uh yeah, I guess I won. I guess I, I guess I, I mean, well yeah, now. it's like your first year at the games, you come out and you beat 50, no, sorry, 74 70, yeah. other women, including like four past games champion. Yeah, I wouldn't expect that either in my first CrossFit right. Games. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the Ruck uh, starts off day number two. The Ruck was a 6,000-meter Ruck, but it was four 1,500-meter laps. And you would add weight to your pack each round. So all the packs started with 20. Round one, you'd add, you'd add 10 to get 30, to 40, and then to 50. And what I really liked here is that it was a mass start. Yeah. Um, one for the women, one for the men. But they didn't change the weight for the women. And I'm surprised. Like, I was surprised. I was surprised. Very surprised. Like, I, I don't. I, I mean, it, it's great. I think that's awesome. Um. But with all the other changes that we have on every other lift and movement and box jumps and wall balls and everything else, like yeah. why all of a sudden on this do we keep it the same? You know. Uh, but man, I when I when I saw this one when it came out, that like the first I threw up in my mouth. Yeah, I, I would I would oh, want yeah, I like would this. want no part of this. It would doesn't even sound. I mean, not that it's supposed to sound enjoyable, but it just it just doesn't sound fun at all. Yeah, at like, all. I like it. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's Ugh. nasty. That's long. It's gross. And, and this is yeah. when the kind of the mumbles and grumbles started coming, right? So we walk into day number two with fifty men, fifty women, and now we're cutting. We're gonna cut after every event ten. We're gonna cut after this to forty. We have another event to thirty, and then another went to twenty. So by the end of this day, we will only have twenty where we started with fifty. And this was just a long aerobic test yet it wasn't just a run these rucks are nasty like the these yeah. backpacks and it was a backpack it wasn't a weighted vest so it's all on your back if you've if you've done these before you have some comfortability with it if you haven't it's a lot different it's it's a, it's a different unique um stimulus on the body so what this you know it was it was long it was a run but it's a weighted run and an increased in, in weight and difficulty so at the end if you're shuffle. if you're only skimming 10 off the top you, like you're keep, you're keeping 40 athletes after this right we've only had 40 athletes 
at the games for the last three years. So now we're yeah. cutting it down to what the normal field was supposed to be. Regardless of what we've already tested, you know, we've hit, like I said, the two different time frames. We've hit a moderate weight. We've hit a light weight. We've hit two different gymnastics and a pull and a push. And two. I'm okay with a 10-person cut after this grueling test, although it it is a very specific modality, right? Just a yeah. long endurance test. But if it was just a 5K, I think I would feel differently about it because that one is just purely a running event. And when you have this long-distance thing and you have Lucas Hogberg come out, is that who won the Yeah. Emily Rolfe. Yeah. And then Lucas Hogberg just like, looked like he just kind of jogged and whistled. Dude, I'll tell you what. The that whole guy, damn time. That guy is amazing on weighted run stuff. Like every every games they have, or even just like, he had like he, that. I'll take that back. He's a Clydesdale because it doesn't matter what event, what he endurance. But he does well event in events like down. this. Dude, he totally does. Like the 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 pain tolerance that a big athlete like him is able to take and, and continue to hold mm-hmm. um, on events like this is is unreal. Is unreal. Yeah. But I mean, you would think you would expect a larger athlete to do better on a ruck because then that weight isn't as, you know, the percentage of, of it on you isn't that it doesn't change your body all that much. You I know? agree with that. And when you add in that weighted element, but we still look at a larger athlete, it's like, you're not going to be a 5k guy. No, but when you add no. the ruck, he's like, okay, now some of the advantages, there's a good blend here. And that's why I say is I like the fact that it was a heavy ruck. And not just, just a, a run, run totally. because then totally it becomes that. super, super niched. No, a hundred percent. I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. And if and we're only cutting ten. Like it, oh, I, and it it's it's a. Uh, I also, being that in Madison they didn't have like this isn't like the ranch where you have a bunch of like terrain where you can go up and down and up and down and and get that right that, right that same sort of that stimulus right in a long distance run. So now when you have the increase in weight, and I think that that was cool that they did increase the weight. I liked that they did it like that. Mm -hmm. Um, As the athletes get more and more fatigued, let's add more and more weight on you because it is going to change. I mean, you could see how the athletes are running. It changes their gait. It changes what they're doing. Oh yeah. And again, it's just a little bit. It's that little twist that Dave does in the game setup where it's not what you're normally used to. All these athletes run, all these athletes have weighted vests, all of them carry stuff, all of them do all that. But how often, how many times have they ever done a ruck run and increased the weight? Yes. Because I think like the first time I think we really saw the ruck was at the uh, the Rogue Invitational a couple of years ago. And uh, those that was guys, that year, uh, the wasn't ruck it? Guys came out. Wasn't it that year? I think it was that year. Because the Rogue Invitational was a sanctioned the, event. It was that year. Uh, was it? Was it the Rogue Invitational has only been two years, Bill? <laughs> two? Do they all blend together? I yeah. Swear. God, you're um, getting old. Whatever yeah, the it was, first it year was. was that year. Yeah. It was it, that that year. was the 19. Yeah, I guess it was. You were there. Um, so that was the first time. But you know, all those athletes. So they all felt that at the Invitational, but even when they did it there, they didn't have an increase. So that that again, that change, awesome. Yeah. Of course, that meant that you had to know where your bags were when you were when your sandbags were exactly. when you were putting them in. Exactly, you can't have them falling. Out. Well, yeah, and that's you know that was the biggest story out of the ruck was um, one of Matt Fraser's bags. You know, his zipper started to open, and one of them slipped out on the last hundred 
50 meters of the final yeah. lap. Like, it's not like he... Well, I mean, we're not even going to... I'm not going to entertain that fucking no, stupid I don't, no, argument. No, there was never a, an attempt of doing anything. I mean, shit happens and that about. happened. Yeah, and he, and he got... Guess what? He got nailed for it. He almost lost the games because of it. So, anyway... Lucas Hoberg wins the Ruck Emily Rolf on the women's side. This is yeah. her first year. Yeah. At the CrossFit Games. Yeah. Um, and so we cut down to 40. And so we just went super long, right? Single monostructural, yet coupled with weightlifting. I mean, this is if you if you look at the textbook definition of what weightlifting is, it's moving your body with an external load. Right? So don't the, the, and these semantics are very important by the way CrossFit has defined them. So if we're going to do a test based off CrossFit's definition of fit, fitness, we are going to use CrossFit's definition of things like what monostructural really means, what gymnastics really means, and what weightlifting really means in CrossFit. Not well, and that's, and that's super important because right? since and so that's why we I want are to bring it up. the ones that are saying that we are trying to find the fittest by our definitions, by our we definition. have to have the test that the 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 test the definitions that define that test. And so you're right. right. It, it is semantics, and that's where I. But this that's is where important we got semantics. Into that on, on a couple episodes ago, um, it is important. You have to know what it is that you're testing. Otherwise, yeah. they're just words. And so I, yeah. I think that's good. And, and you're right. This is weightlifting. It sounds weird to say that, and and I think semantics discredits the definition. Right. This isn't I, an argument of tomato, tomato, and the way you half a dozen and uh, six. Like, this is what it is, right? So <laughs> I, I don't want the six. semantics word to discredit <laughs> actually what it is. But and that's the thing is like you know the things that we've argued in the past, like skills test or real test, like that is semantics. That is that is an opinion based idea. The way we look at things. This is the definition that we have for weightlifting when we look at CrossFit. Exactly. And, well, when, and with the other stuff. It is that because there isn't in a, a definition for exactly. those. We have the definition exactly. here, and that's the difference. So because we have the definition, we can use the definition and really push forward on that with that definition. Yeah, I like it's, that. It's not a question of semantics. We have the definition that we use. Mm -hmm. All right, and so now we have 40. So we're going to event number four, the sprint couplet. And what that is is a 172-foot light sled push, a lot like those um, – Sprint sleds we had back in 2014. Uh, um, they, they weren't the same yeah. sleds, yeah, yeah, but it yeah. was light, right? Yep. It was light yep. and challenging in a, in a weird way. Into 18 for the men and 15 for the women bar muscle-ups and then 172-foot sled push back. And what this is is almost the counterpart of what we just did. We just did a heavy-weighted, long, aerobic test, and now we're doing a sprint test test and it's a sled sprint across the floor a set of bar muscle ups that every single person at the crossfit game should be able to do unbroken because if i can do it you should sure as shit be able to do it hell yeah <laughs> and then a sled sprint back and from here they're going to cut to 30 athletes now here's the part i don't want to talk about the lane bullshit and all this other stuff is weird this is we're just going to talk about the test. So anyone else can bring out their own conspiracy theories about fans and waters and just rogue sled. This one is is enough. All right, that's just bitching and moaning. Plus, you wouldn't have had a problem if you had your shit together the first three events. Whoever you are, anyway, it's just a dead sprint. 
but it's a nasty sprint. Because yeah. the sled push, sled push is another one of those, I would say, kind of a hybrid. This, to me, this is just an odd object weightlifting movement. I don't even put this in a category of monostructural. Because I wouldn't put a yoke carry in monostructural, but I'm walking with weight. I wouldn't put a farmer carry in monostructural because I'm walking with this. And I want to put a right. sled pull in monostructural because I have a sled behind me. This is no different. Just because you're going fast does not make this a monostructural movement. This is an no, odd you're, object you're moving, weighted you're movement. You're moving weight. Yes. You're moving weight. So I don't even consider this like hybrid. You moving you. Single, you know, with one particular type of movement, it's just moving your body. So mono structure, one movement, no extra, no external load, just you. And you're right. This, this is a, it is a sprint. Yes, but it's uh, moving an object quickly more than it is a running sprint, even yeah. though there's that element is, is totally in there. Right. And so it, this, and, and this I'm is kinda, important. Like, honestly, I was kind of surprised that they didn't make it heavier. No, I mean the sled is a sled. I I think that I think that the the muscle up part should have been a little bit more to split the field. Just and I don't mean a lot. Oh but yeah, you, you yeah. Said that like rep that, scheme. Like the amount that was on there was almost like why even have it? You yeah. know what I mean? Um, I think yes it. it Yes, they 25. were moving. Yes, they were moving really, really hard. Um, you, you say how many? Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Yeah. See, like that. Like that 20. would make it. That would make it to where now, now the sprint really determines what you're going to do on those on the bar muscle part. Like in the bar muscle, it means something. This, this uh, to me, when I look at this, the bar muscle didn't mean anything. I would agree with that. Or, or what it did was, okay, this is going to show the people that don't have that gymnastic capacity when they're breathing hard, and that's why we're going to cut the 10. Right, um, right. The same so reason like why it, we did a heavy ruck on the run. Right. It wasn't right, just right, the good right, runners. Right. right. I, I mean, that's But if you're a I good think, runner, I, I, you did well. Yeah. I, and, and, and maybe that's what maybe that's what that element is. I mean, I, I still think that, like— I, I mean, there's there's no reason you. that I should be looking at bar muscle ups myself as a 51 year old master's athlete guy and be going like, yeah, whatever. Okay, so that'll be unbroken, right? You know what I, I mean? Like, that. like, and and the the number that I'm thinking of is a number. So for example, the 6,000 meter ruck benefited those that had the skill set of that cardio respiratory endurance piece. Right. But the ruck itself also benefited the stronger, bigger, stronger, more athlete. resilient athlete. Not not necessarily a big guy, but you right. had that piece to it. So for the bar muscle ups, you're right. The 18 and 15 was yawn. That, that's a yawn rep scene. There, there is no advantage right. once you get there, whereas there was in the previous event. So right. I, I, I'm fine with the sleds because it forced an intensity that nobody really wants to go to. It's like doing yep. assault bike sprints, but the number is 30 instead of 50 on both yeah. ends. Like, oh, shit, now I, I still can go hard at the end. I don't want to do that. And the, yeah. first 30, the first 30 and 20 are irrelevant. Like if, if we just did in terms of assault bike, because some people can't really process the sprint sled part, okay? 30 cal assault bike sprint. You're like, cool, buy-in. I'll, I'll blast that and start running off and do bar muscle-ups. But when you get back to it, that's the when the real work starts. But the problem right. is, is that we had a a non really debil debilitating start, but that's part of the that's part of the process, right? It debilitated. You just didn't realize it, right? 
but the you're you're right. The volume of bar muscle ups, I think, missed the boat on being able to to give someone a little bit of advantage, but not be the whole weighted part of the event. So I think right. somewhere around thirty would have been too niche to the gymnastic athlete. But oh yeah, that's way but too a much. number I, I, I like a number in there that you could maybe do this unbroken, maybe. Not a guarantee unless you were just that guy. And if you got to this point by being that guy, then you've reaped the benefits of being that guy, but also taking care of your business before you got here. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm totally it, with you. That's that's a great observation. Yeah. If it was like 20, 25, I think that would have... 18 to 15 was just, it was worthless. Yeah. Not worthless. Really that's was. a negative connotation, but it was just like that... Well, yeah, I mean, it, it, I'm not it's trying not to be this. negative. It, 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 I'm just it, saying it's like what I think it was supposed to do. And I don't think it did it. What it you're right. It didn't do what it was supposed to do. And however they tested this, I think it was maybe one of those execution things versus implementation things. Yeah. The, what they wanted to do did not get accomplished the way it was executed because people did so well. Yeah. And if I tell you what, if you came off the bar at 18, you don't belong there in the next 20 people anyways. What were you doing? <laughs> and and just like kind of what you were saying as far as like the cut stuff. So I think as far as what this event was, the cut, how it worked out, fine. Um, you had to you go can't fast. say that when people got cut here, they got cut because of this event. They got cut because of all of the previous events before that. And that's yes. something that we yes, have yes. to take, bring into context as we move through all of these cuts. You can't right. say I was... 75th or whatever 73rd on the first cut but then i was 12th and right. then i was you know whatever 20th here and well it was a sprint that cut me because it was you, you cut know, me on a sled sprint or whatever like, it's like no it's because you were 70 whatever on the first one yes exactly so we have to start we got to restart to remember those pieces as we move through these cuts and i think that's what most people are not doing when they're complaining about this like oh how do you cut after mary i was like you didn't cut after mary you no. cut it after the first cut, second cut, ruck, sprint, and then marry. And yeah. guess what? We'll, well, we'll get there, but yeah. you're, you're <laughs> right. And, I, and, and people, again, the internet is such a wonderful place. Those that were bitching the most, like, how do you cut after this event? He's like, it wasn't this event. This is event seven. <laughs> yeah. Now, there was a point in time, and we'll get there, where I didn't think they should have. But up until this point... Look, we, we hit the two mid-tier time domains, six to eight minutes, 10 to 15 to uh, 18 minutes. We just went super long, and we went super short. We're cutting yeah, because those yeah. are the rules at which we played with. So what do I see now? Again, and we're only cutting to 30. 30 is still a lot of people, a lot of elite CrossFitters. If you deserve to be at the games in contention, you should be able to be in the top 30 with a bunch of nobodies. Period. Period. And if you're in the bottom 10, guess what? You would have had no effect on anything else beyond this point unless it came into your, like, unless it was me and then a swim event came out. I'm like, yeah, why did you test the thing I was good at? It's like, well, start deadlifting more, bro. <laughs> Maybe you make it to the day <laughs> Is that three. What you tell yourself when you look in the mirror? No. Start deadlifting more, bro. No. I, I, I feel my back when I wake up. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'm never. I'm, <laughs> I, 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 I'm good. I'd rather just pick up my son than, you know, go to the CrossFit Games at the moment. Um, okay. okay. So they cut to 30. Time frame. Sub five minutes. Shoot. Sub three minutes. 
Yeah, um, totally. Sled sprint, odd object weightlifting movement, and a very moderate skilled gymnastic movement. We're not going to say low skill because that would it's still a high skill movement, but it's not like a legless rope climb. Um, right. And then we move into Mary. Mary being a 20-minute AMRAP, five handstand push-ups, 10 alternating pistols, 15 pull-ups. And this is the big one because now we're cutting to 20. Now we're going to start cutting some people who, if they had little missteps, like let's say, uh, you know, Vellner was always like bad day one or event one, climbed his way back. Well, you couldn't really do that. Um, And I guess one thing we've also failed to mention is after each cut, the scoring system changed. Again, like like you let off variables, very important variables, right? In event one, the point difference was like one. Let me. I'll go through this really quick. We're not going to belabor it because we'll save it for the end. So, event one, the point differential was two, two points per place finishing. Um, And then once you got to forty-eight, it was one. And when you move to event two. It was the same point system drop. So event one and two, it was 100, 98, 96, all the way down to 48, and then 47, 46, 45. So if you had a bad event, no matter where you placed, the damage wasn't that bad. You move into event number three, when there's just 40 people, now it's dropping by threes. And then when you cut from the 30, now it's dropping by fours so each event is actually getting more and more weighted based off the scoring system drop so you can ill afford to have a bad finish as the events go on so that that is one thing we do need to keep track of as we go through this along with the cut so sprint couplet your winners on the men's side where do you go there it is Matt McLeod. Yeah. Matt McLeod wins for the men. And on the women, it is, where are you? Amanda Barnhart. And Amanda Barnhart wins the sprint couplet after blowing her ankle out on the ruck. I think people don't, some people don't know that. Is Amanda Barnhart sprained her ankle so bad on the ruck with 40 to 50 extra pounds on her back. And and that uh, that hindered her a bit after that. Um. So oh, okay, okay. So now we're in Mary. Twenty minute AMRAP. This is the last event for day number two, and now we're cutting to twenty. And now is when things start to get serious, because it's not just the top twenty after four days of competition. You're like, yep, there they all are. Because the top twenty and where athletes are scattered everywhere, that's the big change. And mm-hmm. the athletes that were we were looking at that were in trouble coming in. One of them on the men's side is Brent Fikowski. Yep. But the problem with Brent Fikowski is that he had a bad event two because he blew up on the handstand walk and maybe not a favorable event one. What did he get on event one? I didn't see. No one was really in danger on the women's side coming into this. No, Brent had a rough time, dude. So 19th in the first event, 17th in the second event, 13th in the third, 27th um, 
in the sprint couplet. Okay, so he has not been performing Mm-mm. like he should have had. And then, you know, you go to Mary, he's like, well, how do you cut after Mary? It's a 20-minute AMRAP of just bodyweight movements where statistically and scientifically, <laughs> taller athletes are going to be at a massive disadvantage to shorter athletes because it's totally. just anthropometrics. It's it's just the length of your limbs and, ba- you know, like it has nothing to do with when the fitness is all level. And by this time with 30 athletes, it is for the most part. Things like body type come into play when it's pure gymnastics. And you're talking about handstand push-up seg- segmented into a box. You got longer arms, you're screwed. You got shorter arms, you have an advantage. A massive advantage. Pistols, single leg squats, squat down, stand up. You're at a disadvantage. Pull-ups, same thing. So when Brent came in to marry, again, we didn't know any of these events until they got announced. So they're like, here's the cut, here's the next event. And I can only imagine what Brent was doing is like, you know, he's sitting in the bottom 20 or or bottom 10. So 21 to 30 coming in. He's like, all right, they're cutting to 20. I have to do well in this event. And they announced Mary. I could only imagine what it felt like there. You were not, you were not, you were, you weren't going to make the next cut. Not with Mary. He will, uh, the, okay. The thing with Brent is, I mean, he is a unbelievable athlete, but you can't, he's always going to be on that outlier setup because of his length. He always will be. Mm So, like you can't design i don't think that it was bad that mary was there no because you could say the same i mean that's the whole point i was trying to make we did we did murph twice that's all body weight too you know and and you know body weight movement short range of motion is going to win period um it just was unlucky that that happened but i think that that's Sports. I mean, I felt bad for Brent because how do you have someone who's a podium finisher like that who is who who should be doing who should be in the mix? Yeah, not in the mix. But if you look at what he did the first couple days, it's like, wow, you you don't deserve to be here, man. Yeah, like I'm sorry. Yeah, like the performance just hasn't shown that you that you should be here up to this point. Unlucky or un uh, unlucky or not unlucky. I mean, that's just sports. I mean, yes, and that's the perfect rolls that way phrase to keep using is that this is a sport we are playing sports luck and unfortunate you know like uh events happen and they happen all the time and it's unfair however the one thing you can do to hedge against something like luck or weird unforeseen circumstances is handle your business when you can handle it. Well, and then and he's always been very good at the events. If the event plays to his favor, he'll knock it out of the park. Yes. If it doesn't play to his favor, he doesn't knock it out of the park. To that point, though, there, to me, I see at least three of the four events, he should have done that and did not. And the reason sure. is, is that Brent is a phenomenal athlete, but he's one of the best tacticians in yes. the sport. But you can only be a tactician when you know what's coming. Brent has not proven to be a good on-the-fly athlete where he can sit down. That's why he does so well in the open. He does the open workout, reanalyzes how his performance went, and then perfects it based off his skill set. 
and he perfects right, it to right. a like he maximizes his skill set more than almost anyone I know in CrossFit, especially I for his that. side size. Yeah. But the problem for him this whole weekend is that he didn't know what was coming ever. And so that's, I think, what screwed him up so much this year. It wasn't True. his fitness and, level. And I mean, and I, I mean he, and he should, I mean, like it's always said, if you are concerned about any movement yes. or any type of workout coming up, you should be hammering those on the regular. And granted, he's, that, he's always going to have um, the cards stacked against him for something like this. But what games have we not had an event that is a strictly gymnastic movement like this, where if you have the long arms, long legs, you're going to be screwed. Yeah. It's always there. You know, it's coming. So you have to prep for that. Um, especially if that is your, if that's your downfall, that's your weakness. You have to pad your, your, your protection before that. And it, he just, it, well, thing, know, it unfortunate it, for him. It, it didn't, didn't work out that way. It, so it wasn't, wasn't a preparation thing. He just, didn't do the stuff beforehand that he needed to. Yeah, it wasn't a preparation thing for him. It was an execution. No, no, no. What I'm saying, no, no. What I'm saying is that if you know, you oh, want to prepare I see for your damage control. Yeah, this was supposed to be his damage control, but the damage was already done. Yes. So he doesn't. He didn't get to damage control. Yeah. Like he didn't have the option to damage control. He had to be in the top ten. True. Yeah. Not the bottom ten. Right. I agree. My my point was that he just. Didn't he couldn't prepare because he didn't know what to prepare for? That was right. that one of his greatest strengths. All right, so right. Mary happens. Noah Olson wins his very first CrossFit Games event, and that was a really fun back and forth between him and Matt Fraser. And you're like, oh wow, that was amazing. And then Carrie Pierce comes out and says, "Here, hold my beer," and just <laughs> annihilates this. Annihil 695 repetitions, like the amount yeah. of pull-ups that she did. And I think she did more than half the event with strict handstand push-ups because Kipping was just taking too long. Dude, she's so fast. It was so unreal fast. how she did and, that. And, and, I mean, and she's known for like her abs. She's got all of her, you know, yeah. ab workouts and stuff like that. Dude, screw the abs. Her guns, her arms were so jacked. I have arm with envy. all the pull-ups that she was doing. I was <laughs> like, okay, I need, I need a long sleeve shirt right now because I'm feeling yeah. not yeah. very manly. I'm gonna put a ho- I'm gonna put a hoodie on every time I stand next to her. It's like standing next to Dan Bailey. I'm like, damn it, damn it, Dan. Oh uh, yeah, she dismantled it. Dismantled that event. It's all crazy. right. So we've cut down to twenty, and then we come into day three. And the morning event is the sprint. And now this is definitely the most controversial, circumstanced event. I'm not going to say the event itself. It's just everything that surrounded the event. Because we come in with 20. It's already been a a rough who got lost and who got cut day the day before. And we come into a sprint. Now, we've seen sprints at the games for, what, three or four, three years. This would be the fourth year we've seen some type of iteration of a sprint. This is nothing new. This is nothing nuanced. This is just part of what the games is. And this is just a blast furnace, full-on sprint-style event. Now, the problem was is that they're, they decided that they're going to cut to 10. And so after Mary, again, let's look back a little bit, is that we see what we've tested up into this point. Right? We went that morning up. We went super long with a heavy weight. We did an odd object with a light gymnastic skill. And then we did a 
high volume gymnastics tests. So we've we've touched other modalities kind of by themselves, right? The ruck by itself, aerobic with a slight weightlifting element to it. Mary at the end, long, just body weight, but some high skill stuff like handstand pushups and pistols. And then that sprint one in the middle where it's, uh, you know, a gut check test more than anything, right? Yeah. Plus the other stuff we've already done. So now we cut. Now we come to this. Now here's the problem. And we'll just say Kristen Holta wins and who won on the men's side? Saxon. Saxon. Yeah, man. That yeah. He needed that because he was, he was about to get cut and he wins and that, that yep. saved him in. Um, that's who won. That's not the, the thing that most people have. What the problem was is now they cut to 10. Now when you cut to 10 from 20, on the first day, on day three, and you still have, what, five events left to go, that's where the problem is. And the biggest problem that I see now is that there's nothing wrong with the sprint test at all. Great event. Great test. The problem is now you've cut a field down to 10 from 150 or whatever. But from your 30 and three events, you've cut down to 10, and now you're missing some things. That's the big problem that I see here for the cut. I, I don't feel as strongly as you do about the cut and when it happened. I think that there were a lot of things that were tested before that. Um, I, I will say this, if the two main athletes that got cut on this particular event, we're talking Brooke, um, Brooke Wells, and we're talking Pat Vellner, the reason that they got cut was because not of the event, but the technicality of the event, the stepping on the line, which gave them yeah. the penalty, which put them below, which cut them out of the event. Yeah. That's the part that's the part that makes it hard. I don't think that it's bad to have this cut here because I don't I don't think that we have missed a lot of stuff up to this point necessarily. Not a lot, but it, you... it, because it's it, it's niche. Yeah. But you could say, "All right, so then so we put Mary. the strength of we put the clean event there then." And then what you do is you now have the stronger athletes that make it through and maybe Haley Adams doesn't make it through because she's not strong as some of the other athletes and Haley Adams is a badass and she should be in there. So it's, it's very difficult to say this because of this event, we are missing some stuff because in, in reality, if, no matter what event you put there, you can say that you're going to be missing some stuff because no matter where you put the line, you're going to have people that are on that bubble line. Yeah. And all these athletes are good now. Like there's very few people in this mix that are like, well, you know, they're, they're pretty lucky to be there. They probably shouldn't be there anyway. Yeah. So no matter where you draw the line, it's going to happen. I agree. Um, now I, I do think, I, I think it was sad and unfortunate that the reason that those two athletes got bumped out was because they stepped on a line. I mean, I, I they're moving super fast. Yeah. That's the first time I think that they that we've had the um, the call of in any of the sprints that we've ever done, 
that you can't step on the line. If you step on the line, you're out. Like I, I don't remember that in any of the other events. And, no. and whenever we've had zigzag sprints and things that you got to maneuver your body and you're at, you're at top speed. Well, you got penalized in that um, hurdles. If you knocked over the hurdles, you got seconds. If you knocked it over, but there wasn't like coming out of, like there wasn't the I understand, thing but out that was line, a you know penalty. I mean? Like it seemed like that was kind of out of the like if you knocked it over. I think what they were trying to do was make it so you didn't just kick them all down. I get not, it. You know what I mean? Um, but it was a, so it was a think, second penalty. This, I'm just telling yeah, you that they've I think had that something this is, similar. If they didn't know that, I mean, believe me, I know firsthand of when you think you know what you're getting into and then you didn't hear or you didn't know or you didn't remember or whatever the the discussion is in the briefing of you must have X, Y, and Z happen or you're out of the games. Yeah. Um, they got penalized and that bumped them out that it wasn't the event that did it. It was the penalty of the event, just in the, the penalty, you know, the penalty happened to Matt Fraser in the, in the ruck event. Yep. He was able, he had enough strong events that that, whatever it was, 21st place or 24th place didn't affect him. He was able to make up for that penalty. You know what I mean? Yeah. These but the guys cuts were on the bubble. Deep. They couldn't make up for the penalty. Yeah. I don't That's care about part. I don't care about any of that that you just said. Well, I don't, I don't care. No, well, not 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 of your point. Like <laughs> I don't care who got cut. I don't care about these technicalities. I don't think I don't care about that. Like that that that's not why I don't like the cut here. Part of me, and this is just my own personal issues, like I don't think you should have ever cut to ten. Well, no, no, I agree with right? that. That I that now that's if you not were even going to we're cut having, to I agree 10, with you there. Yeah. Now if you're gonna cut to ten you you should have put the weightlifting one here. You already What's tested a sprint. You already tested a sprint. You have you have not tested a strength event. You've gone long, you've gone pure gymnastics, and you've done a sprint already. You have not tested strength. Period. So you should have put it here if yeah. you're going to cut to ten. That's it. Yeah. That, no, I, that, I, not, I mean, that's I, it. Not I saying there's no discussion there. I'm just saying that's my opinion. You should have put the strength event here. And I don't care if it cut Haley Adams just because I, I don't care that this cut Brett Fikowski. I don't give a shit. You have not tested strength. And I don't care what anybody else says, including Dave. Is like He's like, oh, we tested strength in event one. No, you didn't. You tested moderate weightlifting. You did not test strength. And you already tested a sprint event. You already tested a fast-paced sub-two-minute, a 90-second event you just tested. You have not tested pure strength, and you should have put it here if you're going to cut to 10. That's my strong opinion, and I don't give a shit about the technicalities or the stepping on the line or who got cut. I don't care. You are missing strength. You're cutting to 10. It should have been here. And that the, is my only hot take of the The reason that this was such a big deal was because of the people getting cut. Now, I, I don't disagree with but you. I don't, I don't care disagree with who you got about, cut. Whether they were technicalities or not, I I'm with you on that. I'm saying that's what the that's what the scuttle. That's was. what people's problem now, was. That's not my as, problem. I don't care who far, got cut. As far as when it happens or what you were, I tell you what, if uh, you're gonna you cut to ten, okay. you I, I I will I will agree with you on. That's all the, I'm saying. I'm just looking at the numbers again. No no you, no. I no. I hear you. Right? I hear you. Uh, what I'm saying is, I will agree, especially if you're going to get to ten and they're going you're going to stay with the ten for a while. You probably should have had something heavier to get those ten in there. That's it. That's all I'm um, saying. Like I, I, I and I respect I, all your points and you're right about all those. I'm just looking at what you did not test. The one thing true. you haven't tested is strength. 
there's one thing you didn't test, and it's strength. And you didn't a, a put it there. Strength. A max strength. A, yeah. a max strength. Just, I mean, right. Yeah, exactly. a max strength, which a you need to put in there if you're going to put in a 6,000-meter ruck in a 20-minute gymnastic event. You better put a strength event in there before True. you cut down to 10. I agree with you there. Right? I agree and so with you there. that's where I had the problem. Again, I don't care who made the top 10, and I don't care who didn't make the top 10. But if you're going to cut to 10, you better have tested them fully in every category before you get there and you didn't do it. Now, if they now if they did this, if they took 20 and did all of these events with 20 and then cut to 10 for Sunday, perfectly okay with that. I see I wish they would have done that. All right? I mean, again, like we're But if you're going to cut to 10, that's my what, problem what, with it. What they what oh, yeah. they put I mean, in all play, of this is you know armchair I mean? quarterback. Um, you're right. I I I don't I I'm not a fan of the let's just roll with 10 for the whole time, like I, or for the last couple of days, I, I didn't, right. I didn't like that at all myself. It's just uh, very lackluster. But I agree with what you're saying. It, if you look at what was coming into this, the one piece that was missing, since we had extremes on all the other ones, we should have had an extreme weightlifting, a, 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 a heavy weight on there to complete that circle. Yeah. To get to where you get to your ten, and then you go from there. Now, I, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Think about that. That would have made for a better cut. You're right. You're right. And that's it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Again, I'm not I'm not bringing emotion into this. I mean, obviously I'm emotional Liar. about it. <laughs> but I'm not bringing in like fan favorites. It's like like if Sarah Sigmund's daughter is not in the final, I don't give a shit. Like if did you did you earn it? Right. Well, if the answer is no, then tough. But that's the way yeah. I look at it. Now, I'm not a super fan like other people are and I appreciate the fandom. It's the only reason why we have a job is because of fans. Um, but that was that was a mistake. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Now I'm not saying you shouldn't have had the sprint. You just shouldn't have cut after ten off the sprint. Right. And and again, all the stuff I was saying was what why people I think were so what mad. What you're talking and, about yeah. is overshadowed by all of the stuff that people were saying about yes. who's not there, why they're not there, why it wasn't fair, why yeah. this, why that. Most of the times people were saying that because they would have done better on the lift. Uh, not because I, again, the I don't lift care would have been the that. correct position or the correct uh, element to have in your yeah. test at that particular point. Right. That's what people were missing. Sure. They were not looking at it that way. And that's, and they're using emotion and fandom. They're like, Oh, well, if you, I'm not saying if you would have put the lift here, this person would have made it. I don't care about that. Right. I said, you should have put, the, have put the lift the, there it completed the because test. you would have right. completed. Right. There the wasn't test. a heavy lift there. That's it. You're right. Yeah. I'm with yeah. you. And you know, so that was more time we should have spent there, but it was very important no, that actually, we... Dude, that was actually, it's very important that we did that. that. People need to hear that. So they cut to 10 after the sprint. We already told you who won. And then they move into the sp split ch split triplet. There we go. I was about to say split triplet. Uh, split triplet. They come back into the Coliseum. Now, this is a, this is a really cool event. Five like rounds, one pegboard ascent, 100 double-unders, 10 hang... I want to say alternating split snatches or did they do five and five? Something like that. Uh, I think it was five and Maybe five. Maybe it was I think, man, whatever. Split snatches, 80 and 55, and then 10 dumbbell hang clean and jerks at 80. And this was a, just a good, odd, I want to say a classically odd CrossFit workout. Mm -hmm. Pegboard, high skill gymnastics, but only one. 100 double-unders, 
not hard to do, but hard to stay focused on and not miss. And a miss here and there is fine, but if you do that five rounds in a row, yeah. what do you say, one miss on a double under is five seconds gone? Oh, I hate missing. Right? You miss. Why is it that you miss one time, you feel so exhausted, but you could do 100 and be like, oh, that was fine? I think it's just like Why a weird, that? I think it's just a weird rhythmic thing. Like you get I into this it. kind of trance and you're just thinking about the rope and not really anything else. But again, those misses add up. And when you throw 100 out there, there's a lot of opportunities to have those misses in. Yeah. You miss twice. Say you're like, oh, I did 50 and I did 80. You're like, hey, that was a good set. But I did that five times. Like, oh, so you lost a minute. Yeah. You lost a minute of time yeah. because of a double under. So I actually yeah. liked the volume. And then that heavy dumbbell with the split. And then the, it was just, it made them focus on things a little bit more. And it was unique. Um, I know you're I not. The split was stupid. I was just about to say, I know you don't. I know you didn't like the split thing. <laughs> yeah. I, I love, I love the movement. Yeah. But I think that that's like, again, whenever you do a split. Yeah. Then What's it becomes the a, This is the semantics of this particular workout. You're not making them split. That is the appropriate like, use just, of the word semantics, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're making them do something like I just want to make you do something extra just because I'm trying to throw it. Like, yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't see the purpose of that. I, I get it's it. Just, I get it. I, I I just think it's dumb. I you take that one piece out when I cover that over when I'm looking at the screen and I cover that up right there. Then I'm like, wow, this event's awesome. Really, really there, cool. And I'm like, that's dumb. Really cool. But I still I like the event overall. Oh, I like for sure, for sure, fantastic event. Yeah. We're not doing cuts anymore. We have our ten scoring systems now change. It's ten points per place dropping. Um, so now. You know, a fifth place finish in event one, you would get 90 points. Yeah. A fifth place finish in event seven, or what is it, nine, you get 50 points. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. which is right. I mean, that's the way it should be, you know? Yeah. I mean, adjust the scoring systems too, but just giving you guys the information as it comes up. I love this event. <laughs> I think it was, it was a weird vibe because you just cut to 10. You lost half the field of people you thought you would have liked to see in there. And then you just had this like somber Coliseum <laughs> during this event. Different. It was, dude, it was, I, I never got to go into the Coliseum. I was at the games, but where we were, it was the rogue tent. Like yeah. we, I never stepped foot in the Coliseum once, which is really Crazy. weird. That's yeah, really it was weird. weird. But what you could hear is it was just, it was just this somber mood. And just watching 10 athletes work out, it was so different. Um, but not to overshadow how cool of a test this was. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> let's see. And that's when you're like, okay, well, this is almost over. <laughs> Matt Fraser edges out, uh, not edges out, beats Noel Olsen by a minute. Yeah. A minute. He is so good with like dumbbells and yeah. kettlebells and stuff overhead. Like he's his his stability overhead like that is just is man, good. Unreal. And then Tia Tumi wins. She beats Carrie Pierce by about thirty seconds. And then we move into the clean. And what the clean was, as far as a spectacle is concerned, super cool. One yeah. platform, one athlete, one lift at a time, and they just went up in weight. And what the weights were was. For the women, it started at 215 and went up five pounds up to 260. For the men, it was 315 and it went up 10 pounds until you got to 365. 
And then it went five pounds, 370, 375, 380, 385. I guess it was 10 bars. Um, and they were just basically round robin, like a little conga line. Come up and lift, yeah. come up and lift. If you failed, you had to do this tiebreaker, and then you come up and lift. And it was really cool to isolate them and, and let them go. But here's the best part, and the lift is the lift, right? We'll talk about. We had a good showdown between... What was it? Tia Toomey and Amanda Barnhart. Amanda, that was so good. Who Amanda was oh, like, man, is she was ever so going to squat clean one of these? Or is she just going to power all of them? And then between Matt Fraser and was it Scott Pancheck? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And, and that was really cool. But, you know, Matt tapped out at 380. Scott got 375. 380, Jesus. I know. And I think he so said crazy. before that, like the most he'd clean because he was dealing with some little thing was like 345 coming into yeah. that year. He looks so solid. Oh, man. But on the on the women's side, they uh, the bar was capped at 260, but they both cleaned it. And so we were sitting there and we're like, I swear to God, if you make these women do a tiebreaker of that clean and jerk bullshit on the side instead of just let him keep going. I'm going to I'm going to burn this mother down. <laughs> and I'll give Dave credit is that he let him go. Yeah. Right? He he just it, and I was like cuz it was such an epic back and forth because they they had two different styles. Amanda was just smooth buttery power cleaning everything and Tia was squat cleaning and you know, it's a beautiful technique because that's what she did for a few years in yeah. uh, 14 She's 15 only an and Olympian 16. Right. An that, Olympian. You know. <laughs> And I was like, if you ruin this show, it's like, it was the last event of the day. We had nowhere to be. We weren't on TV. We were just, it was a live feed of the world. Dave could go back and do whatever the F he wanted to. And yeah. the fact that he's like, let him go. I was like, yes. Yeah. Show him. Let's, 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 let's just do the show. And it was for, if for what it was, it was a really fun way to kind of get the bad taste out of our mouth after the sprint in that unfortunate for the um, split triplet because the split, split triplet was a kick-ass event. It just got overshadowed by the, just the what had happened on the sprint. Yeah. But well, when there you, was a lot of talk, man. Yeah, but when but you ended the day with cool. this, oh, it was fun. And the, it they was needed, real fun. Like, the community there, the Coliseum needed it. And, and I mean, and, and I watched this from, I watched this from the feed. You could feel the excitement. Like, it was fun to watch it yeah it was really fun to watch that battle back and forth with t and amanda it was man it was they're both so strong and uh, you're like these guys are never gonna stop they're gonna keep on going right they're, they're just gonna, gonna start pulling out going. the men's bars all right all right it's 315 let's see it um <laughs> the that was the one you know i was super pumped to be there for it but again we weren't broadcasting in the coliseum i was like i would have given anything to be in the coliseum for that event but what's cool is like in the rogue tent they still had this giant uh, video screen in the Rogue Tent. So those that yeah. couldn't get into the Coliseum came into the Rogue Tent. So we look behind us, and there's like 500 people packed into the Rogue Tent screaming at a TV that we're broadcasting on while it was going on. So we still got a little bit of the, uh, the vibe there. So that ends day three, and we move into day four, the fourth and final day of the 2019 CrossFit Games, and we start with Swim Paddle. Now, this was a good, long swim test. A thousand meters, twice as far as we have ever gone in one sitting. We've had a further distance, but the furthest we've gone in one piece is 500 meters, I believe, without yeah, fins yeah. on. 
Yeah. Because I think they went longer. Yeah. I think they went <laughs> longer right. in 2012, but they gave him fins. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, what is this bullshit? <laughs> fins. Oh, my God. But a thousand meter straight out and back swim, followed by a thousand meter straight out and back paddle. Just a, a nice. Again, we had the long ruck, but it, it was weighted, an odd object, external load on the body. This was just a pure aerobic test with. I would say high skill monostructural movements with a swim and a paddle. Yeah, I think the the fact that we had the distances on there uh, made it. And when when we when we say high skill, it's not. It is high skill because it's niche. And so, like, it if you're a good training. swimmer, you're gonna crush this. If you're a good paddler, you're gonna crush this. If you're okay, you will be in the pack. Actually, if you're okay, you'll be kind of at the top part of the pack more than even though we're only talking 10 people in the pack. Um, but I, I love the event, man. I thought it was, I thought it was fun to watch. And I mean, and I, I have background in the swimming and the paddling. So it was really fun to watch. And it, it was interesting to watch, uh, Tia and Matt McLeod. Oh yeah. As, you know, here there are two Aussies. You know, I mean, it was, it was a mass start. The water, you know, this is what they do, you know, yes. and, having them race each other and, and like they were having the fact that they could have fun yes. during an event when they're so far out in front and they're like, Hey mate, okay, let's go. Yeah. Let's go. You ready? Come on. How's it going? We got this race. I'll race you. What do you have for breakfast? Yeah, totally. I'm going to race you right now. How that about that? Cool. Oh, we're in the middle of the CrossFit games. It's only the last day. Hey, let's have some fun. <laughs> Everyone else was like, well, yeah, ah! Tia, Tia could afford to do ground. that. Yeah. Cause she was crushing everybody. Oh man. Who was who yeah. couldn't afford to do that was actually Matt Fraser because Matt up until this point was not in first. It was Noah Olson. So up until this point, Noah, I think Noah was ahead of Matt because of the penalty. It's because Matt had lost uh, a lot of points yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Right? So Matt was in second. Um, and the problem was is like Noah was a better swimmer than Matt. Yeah. And the problem with ten is that numerically, if Noah got first and Matt got second every event, because we just had three events. We had this event, we had an event in the Coliseum, and then the final. And numbers-wise, he could not beat Noah unless he beat Noah. Like if he, Oh, sorry. If Matt got first and Noah got second every yeah. time, Noah would still win. Um, and then when Noah beat him in this, and there was only two events left, we're like, oh, shit. Like... Matt, Matt is, he, he might not win. Yeah. Because let's see, Matt McLeod got first, Noah got third third. and Fraser got fifth. So Fraser lost 20 points to Noah. And I think it was like 35 points down with only two events left to go. Yeah. You're like, okay, well that's a first and a third or a first and a second. And then you still might not win. And so it was uh, McLeod and then Tia. But then they announced that the second event is actually going to be two separate scores. So Matt was gifted yeah. basically another 100 points. And that was like, that was the lifeline. That yep. was the lifeline for Matt. And there was no way he was going to let that slip through his fingers. So we went back to the Coliseum for Ringer 1 and Ringer 2. And this is a back-to-back scored event. First one was 30-20-10, assault bike and toes to rings. We'll get to that in a second. And fifteen ten five burpees to rings, and then overhead squats at one thirty five and ninety five, uh, seven six minute cap, 
just a, a basic dead sprint, right? Yeah. The problem I had was the toe to ring was borderline worthless. That wasn't, that was just too easy. It was just an assault bike event. Unless totally. you're Carrie Pierce and you fell off the rings and almost broke your ribs. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. That girl should never be able, should never let go of anything. <laughs> like her grip is just so powerful. But it, like that was crazy. Toes to rings is a far cry from toes to bar. Far cry. Right. You, you right. like you give toes to rings to someone who can't do toes to bar. Right. And so I I looked at that and I was just kind of like ah. Uh, I don't like that. I didn't hate it. I mean, it it wasn't like you couldn't just fake it. You still had to be good. But the, no. The problem I saw with the toes to ring was, again, none of these athletes would have done anything like that unless it's a they're warming up and they yeah. just kind of want to stretch the shoulders out, you know? Uh, the hard part with the toes to ring is you can make them – if you're truly using your your body as momentum to get your legs to move, it actually slows you down. Like you go slower. The bigger right. you swing you have, the slower you go, and you right. don't want to do that. So now you have to do this weird kind of trying to stop. Like a heel. You know, you're like not tuck. going back all the way, and it, it just becomes – I don't know, man. This is the split on the dumbbell event, honestly. Oh, I, like, I, I don't. That. I just yeah. don't think it's necessary. You know, if it was regular toes to bar, okay, cool. I think that would have been way better. That would have been cool. Would have been a totally different deal. Um, this was just weird. Other than the fact that I think that I don't know, they were they they used they wanted logistically, so you could do burpees to the ring. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I yeah. just thought it. Well, I what it was, it was is the ring setup was just set up for the final. And like, okay, how do we yeah. work around this to make this? And uh, burpees to rings were fine because it created a good standard for a legit burpee. Yeah, no, that's right? cool. And then the other, mean, like the second that. half of this, I was like, cool. That I mean, that's a full send and a half event. 15, yeah. 10, 5 of burpees and overhead squats, fully send. Ringer but 2, I really Ringer like. 2 was legit, but Ringer 1, I was just kind of like, no, this is yeah. just an assault bike event. Yeah. I, I would have liked and, to and, see. And honestly, it, and it, made it, it made it not very exciting. Yes. Like, even though it's an assault bike event, which is – cool yes uh, well when they boring. got on the bikes it was like oh they're going and then they get to the rings and they're like <laughs> yeah like i said it's like it was this finite pace you couldn't race anybody you're just like yeah if you got there first and you didn't let go you were going to get first coming off like you couldn't actually right. increase your speed a little bit to what you said but it really not that no, much not it's like much. i mean it's it like just, trying to do a faster weird. it's like trying to do a faster wall ball shot you can't yeah. really do it you can kind of do it yeah, um, I would have. Yeah, I would have exactly. much preferred to see a ring dip. I think that would have been really cool, and you have to muscle up into it. Oh, that would have been cool. All right, just like and, and and make it uh, not not thirty twenty ten. That might have been too well. No, and you know what? No, they could do keep that. It. Yeah, they can do that. They could do that. I would have. I would have loved to see assault bike and ring dips where they had to muscle up into it. Yeah, that that would have been. I like that because I, I know in my gym, like if we have ring, if we do ring dips, yeah, I'll do that. I'll, I'll oh, nice. do ring muscle ups into the dip. I thought, I think that would have been really cool. Cause then it keeps you up there too. Because yeah. then now you have to navigate. It's, it's still full do send, you but you have to come navigate. Down, but now you have how to go are you going to come down? When do you come down? Rings are swinging and 
Yeah, I that that would have been way that would have been way more exciting, and I I, I think, think that would have had a greater impact on Ringer Two as well. You just did sixty uh, ring dips, and now you have to yeah. hold a barbell I mean, over your head. If the if the idea is the toes to ring, trying to do something to your midline for the overhead squats, if no. that's what the intent was, I don't know. Still missed. The, the only reason I it's I'm I'm trying to give the benefit of the doubt, trying to think of why oh, they I know. Would put that there. I'm just I'm I, just gonna shit on it as the, fast as I can. <laughs> ring dips would have been way more fun. Ring dips, <laughs> dips would have been way yeah. more fun. So, um, Ringer one, and this is what Newberry just. Here's the best part: is like Newberry wins. And he fully sends the the bikes like like a just batshit crazy, but he only beat yeah. Matt by two seconds. <laughs> yeah, uh, Ringer yeah. two, Matt comes out and, and wins it, and just crushes it. And Noah got fourth and fifth, so now Matt's back in the lead. On the women, it was Katrin, back against the wall, totally. just sneaked into the top thinking. ten, and she goes out and wins both of them. Both of them. Ringer one and ringer two. First, first. And crushes people. Yeah. Crush. She beat Bethany Shadburn got second in ringer one. She beat her by 30 seconds in a five-minute event. And then she comes out and wins. So, like, that was when you're like, where have you been? Where is this back against the wall thing? I hope we see it um, coming up in a couple days. I actually have – I'll talk to this off. I, I, I have a – Back against the wall game plan for Katrin Davis Otter in the day one of competition. Maybe that'll be a programmatron episode. Oh yeah, okay. It's actually I'm I'm I I'm I like it. Anyway, okay, so that's it. Ringer one, ringer two, and we come down to the standard. The standard is thirty. It basically Isabel. No, sorry, Grace, which is thirty clean and jerks at one thirty five and ninety five power clean and jerks. Thirty ring muscle ups, and Isabel. Which we need to get thirty ring muscle ups a damn name so we can just say three female <laughs> names. Um, I, I still, I, it's I'm, I'm, it totally bewilders me that we don't have one for that. But what this event came from is is I love how Dave reaches back in the past and things that he's talked about. He says like at seminar training almost a decade ago, he's like, how cool would it be if you did this, this, and this three benchmark style workouts with thirty reps each? And do you think someone could do this in under 10 minutes? Kind of like the 500-pound back squat and five-minute mile in the same day. Yeah. Right? Theory. Yeah. And that's where this stemmed from. So he's like, hey, let's program it for the best athletes in the world and see what they get. Um, And the answer is yes. (laughs) Yeah. They can do it. And they can do it at the end of 11 events and four days of competition. Um, but I, I really liked it. I thought it was a, a cool final. I liked the way it looked. It, uh, I mean, it, it wasn't this like Fibonacci, Aeneas, weird, crazy test. It was just a good test of classic CrossFit fitness. Well, we've had classic finishes like that in the past where we, we come up to the very end and it's like the cap. Uh, the cherry on top. It's the CrossFit yeah. event. Everyone knows all these things. I mean, I love this event. First time I saw this was um when i did that uh the first road trip with dave and uh robert lando oh yeah you're talking about that yeah dave millar and we were talking about that i remember we were at we were doing we were up in my area up here and we were all having a a bonfire and stuff out at avila uh, avila beach and rob and dave were talking about that and and rob was like i think i think that could totally 
be done, you know, doing the 30, doing the 30, doing, and they were talking about the events and how it'd be set up. And I think Rob actually did it. Now it was like a video 10 years ago about that 10 years prior. Yeah. It's like 2008, 2009. Uh, that was, I want to say that was 2010, 11. Okay. Yeah. So 10 years, 11, somewhere in there. Almost. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, I think that I think and I'll look, I think that Rob had the video or has a video of him doing that. I don't remember what the time frame was, but I remember I remember originally thinking about that, like, holy shit, man, like that's Yeah, that's a lot. And of course, what caught me was the I wonder how long it would take me to do the 30 muscle ups at the time. Right, right. <laughs> you know, because that was kind of the that'll hang. be the but biggest. Chunk I of time. like the event like, I, oh, it, yeah, it was it was fun to watch it like everyone knows exactly what it feels like so it really has a drawing potential on the crowd um a drawing potential on all these athletes because it's something that is so classic to what we do and what a, i mean a great way to finish in a great the race between matt and noah on this oh, dude it was so good yeah it was so good watching the different pacing uh watching how they went from the first, you know, through grace, how they decided to break up the muscle ups and then how they got into the snatches and how Noah was going singles and Matt was all of a sudden going touch and go you know, <laughs> yeah. sets of five or whatever. And, and it was like, Oh man, like now nah, it's a race. And you really, you really got to see what the pacing did and what it could do, you know, as you, as you kind of built to that, it was a great way to finish very classic way to finish. And it was, I mean, with all of the shit that happened before, all the cuts, all the all the fuss, all the complaints and all the arguing and all the variables and everything, this whittled it right down to very classic, very cool CrossFit and yep. some really fun races to watch. And it was they needed that for a finish. Badly. Oh, yeah. And it, it was super good. exciting finish. Yeah. And it yeah, you're it right. Was. It was. It was. Yeah, that was so much fun. That was a, that was a good final event, man. And it, it touched on all you got your ring muscle ups and your just classic CrossFit events. That was cool. You're right. All yeah. of that agreed. 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 All right. So that's twelve events, four days of competition, and at the end of it all, Matt Fraser gets his fourth consecutive CrossFit Games title. Noah Olson gets on the podium for the first time ever. Finally, breaks through. And BKG rolls up in the third place. Matt got six event wins. Yeah. He won 50% of the events that year. Crazy. Crazy. Here's the thing. Matt won six of the 12, but only beat Noah by 40 points, 45 points. No, yeah. less. 50, 35 points. Noah won one event. Tia Toomey. The most dominating performance we've ever seen on the female side. She wins five events. Gets 200 plus points on Kristen Holta. She gets in the podium. Second place overall. Jamie Green gets on the podium and Katrin just misses out towards the end. Mm -hmm. um, she was in striking distance, but couldn't get it done in the final event. Man. As far as the point system, here's where it gets tricky is that we can't really do the average finishing place that well because of the cuts. Um, now, you can with the top 10 that were there. 
right. for example, you know, we there's the numbers get really skewed because 90% of the athletes didn't take the full test. So what place they got based off that doesn't really compute. Um, Matt's average finishing place was 5.6. Tia's was 3.7. That's the lowest we've seen, I think, since Kristen Clever. Yeah. What is she? Was it 10 where she averaged like second or something like that? We have it right here. Uh, I'll pull it up real quick. 3.4. Yeah. 3.4. And Tia was 3.75. Holy crap. Holy crap. Crazy. And by the way, after 13 episodes of this, just another shout out to Chad Schroeder for giving us all this information. This dude made a spreadsheet upon spreadsheets to make us <laughs> subjective idiots look like more objective idiots. <laughs> <laughs> and we got to look at the number. So, Chad Schroeder, thank you so much for, for all the work you guys, you did for us um, for this series. I'm excited to see what comes up between that. Now, when we look at the overview, we've been keeping track. We And, and we've been actually very involved from cut to cut to cut of what's been tested. When I look at it overall, there's a couple of, I feel like this is the year of, like, misconception from fans. Okay. Because they're like, oh, it's the running games, the cardio games. And I look at this, I'm like, what are you talking about? We only had, let's go through this. Okay, so we look at uh, the different modalities, gymnastics, weightlifting, monostructural. There were 10 gymnastics movements. There were only eight weightlifting movements. And there were only eight monostructural movements. Looks like a very balanced test to me when you just look at the modality. Now, that's not the only thing you look at. Just because totally. the numbers are close doesn't mean it was good. Because, like, you could have eight monostructural and them all be eight separate events. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, when we look at the time duration, you have a heavy day, sub five, five to ten minutes, 11 to 20 minutes, and 20 minutes plus. One heavy day, that was the clean. Four sub five minute ones, you're looking at sprint couplet the sprint itself ringer one and ringer two okay so that four though it is the most we've had ringer one and ringer two were that back-to-back -back event really you could put that in maybe the five to ten minute category if you put them together but if right. you isolate them like we should though we're just giving you the times at which they were done in <laughs> the five to ten minute one we had two 11 to 20 minute one we had two and then the 20 minute or 20 plus one we had three one of those being a 20-minute AMRAP. Pretty even. You look at repetition volume. Low is considered sub-50, moderate 50 to 200, high 200 plus. You had five low, and we were talking about low. Ringer two was considered low. Ringer one was technically over 50, but I still considered that a low volume. It I was, would agree with that. I would agree with that. It was cows on a bike and fake toes to bar. <laughs> Sorry, that was I got a little too subjective right there. Um, things I also put in the low category, the sprint couplet and the sprint itself, right? I put a I would ca categories when you when you had no reps to go with, I would categories basically the type of event it was. So if it was a sprint, I said low. If it was the ruck, I said it was high. Yeah. So five low, four moderate, three high. Pretty even. 
Schemes, single, couplet, triplet, chipper. Three, four, three, two. Still a pretty balanced test. The one thing when you look at, I like, this isn't part of the sheet we work with, but we look at um, the type of gymnastics they did, push, pull, or squat. There is a big time bias on pull. Yeah. Legless rope climb. Bar muscle up. Pull up. Pegboard. I consider a toes to ring a hanging pull because you're just hanging with your grip. Even though it's a core, you're still holding on to a bar. Sure. Just like a handstand walk is a push, though you never buckle your arms. Right. So right, right, right. I right. just want to keep it even and just, just explaining why I put it in the pull category. And then the ring muscle ups. You had six, six different pulling movements. Push, you only had three. And one of those were a burpee. You had a handstand push yeah. up, a handstand walk, and a burpee. That's it. Right. So there was a, a and again, Take that for what you guys want. I'm just giving you the numbers. And then one squat, which was the pistol. Um, on the weightlifting side, we had odd objects. We had the kettlebell odd object. You had the dumbbell odd object. You had the sled odd object. Ruck a little bit odd object. Um, and then we did just a lot of snatching and cleaning jerks. <laughs> we snatched on day one. We cleaned on day two, three. We hang cleaned and pressed with the dumbbell we hang snatched with the dumbbell and then we power snatched with the bar and we clean and jerked with the bar so we did a lot of the only odd thing out of that category between snatch and clean was the overhead squats that was it yeah so that was again just something i noticed i was like yep full squat snatch full clean power clean and jerk power snatch hang snatch hang clean and jerk so we're like, oh, it's all snatches and cleaners. Like, oh, well, there, there are differences because you went full, half from bottom to top, and then half from top to bottom. So, you know, they are different, and they use different weights and different movements, but whatever. And then on the monostructural, and, you know, we'll spend a l we got about 10, 15 minutes here. Here's where I want to buck the criticism of the, quote, cardio games. Like, all day one and day two were running. Like, okay, well, let's let's break this down. Event one, four 400-meter runs. You ran a mile, and you got to break it up four times, even if you, even if you got there, which half of you, more than half of you even didn't. Um, that's, that was the running element. You're right. Event two was an 800-meter row. No big deal. Event three was a 6,000-meter ruck. It's like four miles of running with a heavy-ass backpack on your back. You're right. That is running. But it ain't like running four or 400 meters with no weight on your body. It's a completely different run. It's an entirely different, different distance, and it's a completely different stimulus. And I think if you're talking cardio games, if you look at the 400 meters on event number one, the 400 meter on that, Rest. was the rest yes. time so that you could do rope climb and time. you can get snatches. And those that raced it, like your top athletes, is why athletes that are good at lifting. I mean, Ben Smith. Dude. Ben Smith should never drop 185 pounds on a snatch ever. Or Pat Vellner. And he did that because he was racing. Because he was, you know, he was pushing. When you, that's what the run was. So I don't count. 
I am not a cardio guy. I would not count that as cardio. Right. I would look at the ruck run and be like, okay, that's cardio. Even yeah. the 800. But the we 800, still want to add it in there and to just explain oh, no, 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 no. what it is. It's good to right? explain it because it's, yes, it's there. That's not what the event was. Right. Um, even the It was the, not the a running event. Cut. The run the had zero cut. effect on people doing bad on that event. It was the legless rope climbs and the snatches. Yes. Yeah. The run did not make you get 50th place in the first cut. And if it did, no. you didn't belong there anyway. No, you did that because you couldn't do rope climbs and you couldn't snatch. Exactly. Or okay. you were tired on the snatch. Or you thought it was the run. Right. And that fucked you up for the snatch. And for the same thing for event two, that 800-meter row. The 800-meter row did not determine the end result of that. It not was how you close. handled the high-volume push presses. And then could you walk under your hands under extreme shoulder fatigue? Totally. The first, the first one. It's a buy-in. I, like, I know there are a lot of people that couldn't do the that couldn't do the rope climbs, but I see that event as a uh, a squat snatch event. That's what I see that one as. That's a lifting event to me. The second one is all about the handstand walks. I mean, the row, eh, uh, it's nothing. It's just a let's just get you started. The 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 shouldered overhead is a okay. What are you gonna do to yourself? But it all comes down to the handstand walk. So oh. What, I don't even think of those pieces as cardio or right. endurance or anything until you get to the ruck. And even the ruck, you're right. It's different. It's I mean, a different it's kind a of cardio. Run, I look at that and I'm like, right? that's hardcore cardio. Because cardio. It's, a, it's a long way. Yeah. Like, that's what I look at that one. So when I, when I think of all we did was run, I'm like, yeah, 6,000 meters. Yeah. I don't even count the other stuff, right. man. Like right. that doesn't even equate. Yeah. At but all. for those that are counting it, we're just giving an example of what those runs and rows and cardio implements really meant. Yeah. Right. Cause you're, you're not putting it in the appropriate context. Right. The best exhibit was people putting the sprint sled into the cardio category. Oh, Incorrect. Geez. No, sorry. You cannot use that for your argument. It is an odd object weightlifting movement. And the examples that I gave earlier is that you do not call the yoke a monostructural running movement, even though that's event? exactly what you're doing is that you're running with the weight. But you don't call that, do you? And you don't call farmers carries that, and you don't call sled pulls that, and you don't call sled drags that. You don't. But to fit your narrative of the cardio games, you want to use that? Sorry. No um, okay, I was about to just freak out, but no, yeah, it is I, not. Here you come, here you come. It is not. Come, come on, yeah, thank you. Yeah, oh, <laughs> I feel like that captain from Bad Boys too. I just need to have those like little uh, what is those Chinese meditation balls? The little uh, <laughs> what are those called? Benoit balls. Yeah, Wusa, <laughs> Wusa. I can't grab my ears because I got headphones on, but I'll just I'll just tap them. So sorry, you can't use that for your argument. It's not a running event. Mm -mm. Now you go to the sprint. Okay. The sprint, based off the boxes I can check here, you are running. You are running as fast as humanly possible. You are sprinting, which is in a 30 to 45-second all-out bout is in a different planet than a 6,000-meter weighted rock run, which is also on a different planet of an 800-meter buy-in row in a different galaxy of four rounds of 400-meter runs that is considered break time for the event. So anything else you'd like to complain about the, all the running uh, that they did? Uh, it's no. Nah. During yeah, sorry. No. Nah. That was that that was just stomping your feet. Eh. 
I didn't get what my I didn't want to have it this all way. this eh. running all this running stuff. Nah, that's, and then nah. the other cardio um, that you had was a swim paddle should be in there. You needed a yeah. pure monostructural test. And totally. what better way to test it with not something you do on an everyday basis, which is the whole point of the CrossFit Games anyway. So, yeah, we're going to do a 1,000-meter swim. I hope you've been swimming, and I hope you've been swimming long. Then we're going to do a 1,000-meter paddleboard, which we've done before, twice. And for that paddleboard, like literally, okay, you can be, you can be the pro paddler and be up on your knees and do all that like cool. But the fact of the matter is you can lay on your stomach – and those those boards are set up so that they'll they'll rotate, mm -hmm. oscillate back and forth, just like you're swimming. Yes. So really what it is, it's a double swim event. I mean, sure, you can get if you have the skill, you can do the little technical parts and, and go back and forth between, you know, prone paddling, knee paddling. But it's basically a yeah. hand over hand freestyle stroke for 2000 meters. Right. And if you have the skill, Done. you trained that skill, you developed totally. that skill. You weren't just given that skill for the same reason. We don't shit on anybody for winning the clean event. Right. Right. You, you got to have your arguments even if you're going to do that. I was like, okay, totally. so now the clean event sucks because this guy was stronger than everybody? No, nobody says yeah. that because they like right. watching people lift weight. Right. Um, and then the assault bike was the last monostructural movement, and that was just a piece of the puzzle for an event. And we saw that get approached two different ways. You can send it like James Newberry, or you can just go hard like Matt Fraser, and there's a two-second difference between the two. Yep. So for you cardio game controversy people, Wrong. Yeah, I, I disagree. You man. are I so wrong. That. And for you Absolutely. athletes that bitched yeah. about it's only running being tested, no. The only thing I will legitimately agree with people on, and athletes especially, that if it was the cut after the sprint because that event should have been the lift if you're going to cut to 10. That's the only re thing that I will go along with people. And that's really the only controversy that I have because they were all playing with the same rules, the same cuts, and the same events. And if you handled your business other than the cut for 10, because I, I didn't think that was should have been put in there. We still would have lost a bunch of people, but I don't care who got cut. I don't at all. But I didn't right. want there to be and a 10 person cut, but there was. And, and again, with what you're saying, it's, it's the test, the way the test was built up to the cut of 10, it was missing the heavy element as you were saying, the sprint element was already there, so it didn't need to be there. So the, a simple right. flip flop would have made that look and that's it better Agreed. than yeah. uh, the the test would have been more complete up to that point. Yeah. So again, it's not the cut. The run shouldn't have cut people. The run maybe it should have cut people, but where that should have been. Yeah. The, the if you look at the scope of the test just up to that point and whenever you have the cut you have to you have to box out what your test was right right and you kind of spread that out every single time and it's like what was the test missing mm -hmm. at that point before you got to your 10 right it was missing a heavy element so if we stopped the game right it. there we would have said on our on our show here we would have said it's got this 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 all of these things but it doesn't have a heavy lift yeah that's what it's missing. So I love that you just said that. Because that's, what you, that's the way you got to look at if it. If we just had a seven-event CrossFit Games and the final event that you tested was the strength, like full complete Done. test. Done. I'm okay with that. If yeah. it's a sprint, I'm not okay with that because of everything that came before. I like that. Right, right. I like that, Bill. You're welcome. Overall, 
controversy aside that people interjected, I think what we did is we kind of disbanded a lot of those controversial topics. I think this CrossFit Games is way better than people actually give it credit for. I think that uh, it was just the raw emotion of the year. About it, but like the events themselves were good. There are a couple little goof, goofy things in there that I didn't necessarily like. Yeah, but that's a changed, personal but, thing. I'm the same way, right? Yeah, I, but so what? You know, I mean, if you look at, take all the crap out. Yes. The events themselves big box just I'm the not programming about where other cuts are big yeah. box all 12 events or whatever it was yes. if you look at all of that i think it was a complete test it was a good test it hit everything up correctly and appropriately i, I agree i when when i and i take a step back and i just look at the programming i loved the programming yeah take the cuts out take the, really just take the cuts out Take the cuts out and take your raw motion of the season out, which is what a lot of people are doing. I loved the programming this year. Yeah, I really did. Start to finish. I think it found the fittest people that were there. It did its job. The cuts were another thing and the scoring system were another thing. But as totally. far as analyzing the programming, I loved the 2019 programming. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I will say this. I, I like it more after our discussion here right now today. Me too. Than me coming into it. Like I, I thought it was gonna be like, eh. It I mean, was I okay. Went over stuff yeah. <laughs> and I was like, ah, eh, this. I don't really like this event. The split, stupid, and eh, the cuts, eh. But again, you take all that, all of that static mm -hmm. away. And if it was, if I look at the events almost on a spreadsheet of what it should be doing, and take out every uh, all the other stuff, if I look at that, it's pretty dang good. Yeah. It's pretty dang good. Like when I take my emotion out of it, because it was an emotional year for all of us for a lot of different reasons, yeah. even while we were yeah. at the games. And we interjected that, I think, in the way we watched the games that year, that year in the yeah. way we looked back on the games that year. But now that I touched, I dived into just the programming just and the what, what it just was. Simple math. Unfortunately, I feel like a great year of programming is going to be overshadowed for what had happened leading up to it. We still may see a couple events in our round robin, though. That's true. Okay, so before we sign off, the CrossFit Games Stage 2 of the live competition will be happening this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, live on YouTube, live on Facebook, live on, what is it, Pluto TV? I don't even know what that Pluto is. Pluto TV. Dude, I have Pluto TV. It's awesome. You okay. It. It's free well, channels. It's badass. Pluto TV and back on CBS for two hours on Saturday. Tune in, watch it. We got some cool, I'll say, breaking news as soon as it can break for you yeah. guys. Um, yeah. And when that happens, it's going to be yeah. something uh, we're freaking pumped about. But 2019, the programming that we just analyzed, two thumbs up. Boom, boom, two thumbs up. And then once we, once the games go down, we will analyze the games and then... We are going to do our round robin bracket knockout of our favorite, completely biased, absurdly subjective round robin fight yeah. of what the best CrossFit Games event ever programmed was over the 14 <laughs> years of the CrossFit Games. And uh, we should have some company. We'll, we'll nail down some details later, but it will not just be us. Um, we're hoping to get the Talking Elite Fitness guys on with Sean and yeah. Tommy. 
and yeah. uh, maybe one more to break up any ties we might have. So we're going to need an odd <laughs> number for sure. Uh, but that is coming up next, guys. Thank you for listening to 2019. Watch the game. Support your community. Support these athletes. This is going to be an amazing weekend. I'm so excited, especially what I've seen come out so far. Big news breaking a little bit later when we can. But, Bill, thank you very much. Chase. I'll see you later, buddy.